We are live. And this is the Herald of Modcast on the HMC Network, and this is episode 352, John Wick for the Throne. John Wick for the Throne. <laughs> I like this. I like this. Uh, we will be talking about the series finale of Game of Thrones. Spoilers. There you go. There's your warning. Spoilers. And Arthur uh, Fonzarelli. <laughs> and a review of John Wick 3. John Wick the Trace, I believe it's I believe it's called John Wick Trace Leches. <laughs> triple cream <laughs> in my pants. Hey now. Well, you didn't make triple cream in your pants? No. Not even during the the sex scene, the gratuitous John Wick there's style no sex John scene. John Wick sex scene. There, that's funny that there's no romantic interest. I like that he does that. I love that he does yeah. that. He can't be bothered with a woman. No, he cannot be bothered with be, or, a or a man. He can't be bothered. He can't by be, he's not James Bond. No. He's not like also here to seduce. No, he's on a mission. He's on a mission. He's here to kill dogs. No, or get revenge for dead dogs. Yeah, but not dead people. Hey, the, speaking of dogs. Dire wolves. Speaking of kitties, the best thing in the entire finale was John's reun- reunion with, with Ghost. With Ghost, with Nymerian Ghost. All right. Well, we didn't like it, so be warned. No, we liked Game of Thrones. No, we we liked John Wick. We loved 3. John Wick three. We did not like the finale of Game of Thrones. I think we should talk about that first. Dude, I needed a whiskey after Game of Thrones. I needed. A- <sighs> I don't even know where to start. I was gonna go gay. After Game of Thrones. That's not a bad thing. You gotta pick something bad. No, that's like, what I mean. It would be like nurturing. I need the like embrace of a man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> of like a large mountain-sized man to <laughs> console me. Hey, at least we got the Clegane Bowl this season. Clegane Bowl! I mean, that that's a gimme, though. It's an obvious gimme. It's clearly, what were they gonna do? Have them sit down for tea? Talk it out? <laughs> Zombie tea? <laughs> Well, the fucking world burns. Uh, so where do we start? I mean, they they pick up right where they left off after she burned the city. Immediately and, and after. So what was with Arya and the horse riding off with the white horse? And then that's gone because Arya's just walking around the city Hello? without the horse. Did you miss it? Did uh, you not get the subtle symbolism of okay. the white horse and the white girl riding the white horse you, well, away from the camera? That's uh, the big point. <laughs> If you notice, she was riding a f- away from the camera towards the castle gates. <laughs> that is psychology 101. <laughs> it means that you're going to be really disappointed next episode. Yep. Well, I'll say this. It tells me that the fan theories for this whole season were way more interesting than the actual scripts. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Like YouTube videos were right. better than the finale of this stupid show and it's fucky story and it's stupid characters and it's bad production and it's horrible costume design and it's absolutely no, no, revolting no. CGI. I'm just kidding. It's a horrible production no, I and mean, I hope they burn in hell. In, for, in, in fairness, the production itself is incredible yeah, still. You the production design, the costumes, everything, you cannot take away from the sheer scale the incredible locations mm-hmm. everything they were able to do with that but yeah and you've said this a bunch of times and other people have said it as soon as they lost the source material the the storyline the last two seasons they were they were like dead in the water yeah they're like the man on the boat that stupid story with the man on the boat and he gets the dragged old out man to in sea. the sea yeah that's the one <laughs> by ernest hemingway i'm gonna go to read the boat movie <laughs> i'm gonna read the boat book <laughs> About the guy on the boat. It's like Game yeah, of Thrones. They, um, well, so we pick off where they left off, and um, John stops 
Great word. Right before he's about to kill a bunch of Lannisters who've surrendered. Yeah, on their knees. Surrendered. And he's with Sir Davos, and they basically fight, and Sir Davos is like, John, let's go talk to her. Well, but, yeah, they're fighting for, you know, those guys not to be killed. Right. Davos is like, you took the city. How much more surrendered can they be? And he's like, they have to be dead. And they're seeing, like, little kids burnt up. Like, yeah, burnt ashes Pompeii. of children. And, yeah. and, and, and victims. then we see, you know, Tyrion, and he's like, I'll go talk to her alone. And then you see her, and she's in front of her Dothraki horde, a very large Dothraki horde. There is someone posted on Reddit, and it was a really good assessment of there's no way there's that many left well we saw it like they're, they're just there's no they they literally had done all the math yeah for how many she had sure. per- gotten mm-hmm. how many came with her how many were lost at the, in right. the battle of the dead you know what i did what i watched the episode and then i watched this episode <laughs> and i said wait a second <laughs> i didn't have to do any math or anything i just was like watching it and then i watched the final flame burnout yeah and then i watched this episode and there was thousands like made of no sense chanting dothraki yeah they were all killed pooping and hollering and like carrying five on five of them made it out of right that. on horseback and like you know, horseless riders and riderless horses and yep. headless horsemen and horseless headmen. Right. And they were all carrying on, <laughs> getting gay, which is cool. Yeah. I think that's how Dothraki celebrate. We got a theme going here. Well, I would celebrate with hardcore gay sex <laughs> if I had just taken a city, <laughs> especially if I was a savage. Okay, let's reel that back in now. I think how disappointed they must have been when they got in with the Unsullied. They're oh, like, what the hell, dude? How do you guys, how do you guys celebrate after war? <laughs> what do you do to celebrate? Eat rice with a little bit of fish? <laughs> like the Vietnamese? <laughs> The Viet Cong? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the numbers don't add up. Like, there's no way there's that many Unsullied. Do the math, There's man. no many Dothraki. But also, like, I thought it was really funny that Tyrion was like, I'll go talk to her. And then you see how far away the Red Keep is. Yes. And he's like, there he is. Well, the funnier <laughs> thing was when John went to go talk to her, and then Grey Worm's there. Right. That After was so he left funny. Him in the, that was that was like, are you kidding me? You're not me? even trying now. Well, with the editing and the uh, fucking uh, contingu- what do you call that continuity? Yeah, because John left Grey Worm in the street, cutting throats, and then he shows up there, which is a long walk well, he walks from where they all are. All the way, a long walk. Yeah, you really could and use then a who horse. greets him at the door? But uh, Grey Worm. I say he took one of those ravens <laughs> that Gendry had. <laughs> from that last season. Oh, yeah, right. He hopped on the back of a raven (laughs) with magic. Or Drogon took him. Yeah, that would be... That'd be ridiculous. Um... But, you know, Tyrion very much just sort of says, and well, you slaughtered him. He tosses his hand yeah. pin. Treason. Hand pin. How did she know that he be- that he freed her brother? Th- like, that's another thing. Like, there's no, like, she's not interested in that. Even one of the fan theories out there was like, she didn't know that that was happening. Yeah, so she didn't know that was happening. How did, how did she, she know? know that was happening? And then how did she find out the day, the same day, While they're later fighting, that day? Yeah. And like, no one's going to. That was ridiculous. You betrayed me. Yeah, I mean, she shouldn't even know where he is. Oh, we do see Cersei, and before he gets to her, 
He go. That's funny too. He goes down to the basement. Oh God! But and like the whole place hasn't crumbled to well, the ground. The, the the entrance had, except for a small little <laughs> light pin light hole of <laughs> that, just big enough for a dwarf right there, just big enough for a little person to squeeze through. And he gets through the rubble, and like there's all these non rubbly places. If they'd only moved a couple feet yeah. to the right, they wouldn't that, have been killed. Like, you know, killed so poetically. Well, and and if dying you look hand at and arm to arm and arm. If you look at that episode, literally it shows the whole building collapsing. Yeah, the whole catacombs. But it didn't, actually. No. and because when Tyrion's down there, there's like many open many spaces. Many open. They literally could have just moved slightly to yes. the left and then embraced. <laughs> and they would have survived. And also, don't you think they could have gotten out of that rubble that had the little tiny, like, sky like they could have started digging yeah if they weren't like buried that's what Tyrion did he had to dig through rubble to get in there yeah yeah that's really dumb and then he starts crying because he finds them in i mean finding them in them dying each other's arms makes sense it makes sense it just was like the way it was executed and also we wanted to see cersei die better yeah and worse i don't know i just they kind of just like and then they go to the catacombs and then they get you know Tramp, trampled what do you call that uh, smothered smothered buried buried alive in rubble yeah uh, crushed Ra- all those things let's keep going here <laughs> let's keep going with this crushed demolished yeah i don't know either way it's very stupid i wish i never watched the show uh, no you don't from wish episode that. one i rejected um so Tyrion goes to her throws the hand pin at her and she's like yo treason is i'm gonna lock you up yeah you're coming with me take him and then john goes to see him and and in that meeting john's like well she's our queen yeah he doesn't yield once he keeps doubling down on like i'll she wouldn't she did it because she had to and she did it because she's gonna free the other people and and he's like and he, and Tyrion gives this pretty good speech about how we've seen this coming and then he's the biggest fool and and Varys's ashes will laugh at his ashes or say i told you so yeah it'd be funny if she said that Varys told her that he, Tyrion betrayed him I'm like when did he tell you that <laughs> yeah he's you're like, really not did. trying i know that's so funny she's like Varys told Varys me told oh he did not this is stupid <laughs> <laughs> you've heard him alive you told me right before you were there you were there to see that part so you how would you know Tyrion? <sighs> Drogon told me. He told Drogon. Drogon told me. But before Arya, like John and Arya meet up, and he says, "Well, she's our queen now." To her, and yeah. and, and she's like, "Who do you like? Who's a bigger threat than the real?" true heir to the throne like Only i know you. a killer when i see one yeah she said that too yeah and she definitely was like remember daenerys gives her like victory speech and she's like we're gonna go to south dakota and she says winterfell go, yeah from winterfell to dorn and from yeah red keep to red witch yeah. we're gonna take it all and give them all freedom oh another one of the many things that they dropped when we can go through the list of things that were built up freedom. is another the, the group of red women that other red yeah. woman that came to her in well, Marine whole, or where all it was? Like representatives of Lord of Light. They were right. recruiting in the streets yeah. and shit. It was supposed to be this big coming to a head, I think. Of the prince that never happened. Yes. No the, prince. The prophecy yeah. unfulfilled. Fair enough. Um, Boo. So then, Boo. shockingly, I did not see this coming so quickly. John goes has and has a little speech with her. Well, you forget she uh, goes and touches the throne. Oh, yeah. Doesn't sit in Never it. Never quite sits in it. Nope. Nope. But she gets a little hand on it. Yeah. And she starts, like, touching herself. And that was, a, really good, weird. And that was a cool moment because... 
She comes so far. She's come so far, and to see her at the throne. But it is very bittersweet. Like, look at the look at the condition of the throne room. It's like, granted, you have the throne, but look at the condition it's in. Yeah, look what you did to the this like I to know. get where you oh, are. But the throne's still standing, yes. though. That was another ridiculous thing. Everything like, else, yeah. Uh, and and also the room with the map on the floor. Yeah, they restored that. that they restored pretty that pretty quick. Um, but. So yeah. John, like you don't see this coming, but he does give her the whole teary-eyed speech of "You killed the children," and blah yeah. blah blah. And she's like, "Come rule with me," and she's we like, know We're better. Liberate. She's sounding like a tyrant, like yeah. Varys had said that she was. Like all dictators, like we know better than them. Right? We they know. don't get to choose. Yes. I was born to do this. They're, I will choose for them. That's what freedom is. And then he kisses her and stabs her in the heart. Yep, just like that. Yep. And that was, you know, and here's the thing. It doesn't necessarily bother me that that was the outcome. It's how fast they got to it. Yeah, it was like the second scene or third scene of the episode. So it's like, now what? Now from here on, we're just going to do like a little send off, a little cheery send off. Well, and this is where they lose it completely, where they time jump in the episode. But we should say first that, oh, Drogon, what does Drogon do? that's significant thank Very you significant drogon comes and sad and he sort of sees her dead he and sees john and he's putting the pieces together and he doesn't do anything because he's after all a targaryen yes and then what does he do he burns the throne he melts it down he knows to burn the throne he fulfills her wishes basically of well i also read that he like realized what it cost man and he's mad drug on the dragon the dragon was like this is not worth it that throne (laughs) i'm taking the throne i'm a dragon i know what's best i have you know discriminating thoughts yeah. you know I, he's funny if they put him on like the council of the, like the king yeah Drogon's got <laughs> yeah, an yeah. opinion he's the king he's the whis- secret whispers <laughs> he's like in the street with the children <laughs> nobody notices who's that guy that guy's new he's got like a little hat on and like a fake mustache it's like um, you guys got any you guys got any secrets <laughs> one ale please just at the end of the bar Who's that guy? Who's that new guy? I think he's from like House Dragon House. No big deal. Or a new house. It's a brand new house. Okay, don't worry about it. Oh lord, forget about it. Forget about it. That's so funny. And then he leaves, oh, cradling he her, her like like uh, like Thorin in in the Hobbit yes. with the, the eagles, eagles, the yes. giant eagles. That's very similar. Goes off and just fucks off into the distance forever. Yeah. Never seen again in the episode. Goes east. He goes, goes east. East. He's referenced once as yeah. like I think we saw him over the. Sh- Sheets of yarn and eating sheep's and, and they're playing with the you know well uh, and and monsters, I thought uh, he was gonna light John up and then John was gonna live yeah and, just and then survive come the fire out and show that he was a Targaryen yeah and then go show Kid Graver and be like look at this check this out I'm naked but. I don't and, got no clothes on. And so then they do this time jump where Tarion's so brought out. He's got a big beard. It's so funny. It's, it's like months so yeah, from a the time. Yeah, months later. Three weeks, three months later. And all, everyone's there. At that Yara, council. Yeah, yeah. Yara the, and Brienne. The and ding-dong brother of uh, Catelyn. Kate, Catelyn Stark. 
yeah. who lost his castle to Jamie. You surrendered it. Oh, remember? I remember that. Yeah, that and whole he was thing. survived the red wedding. He was supposed to marry the Frey kid, the Frey but they girl. imprisoned him. And, yeah, yeah, I remember that now. And yeah. his and his father, the Blackfish, fought till the end. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. all that stuff. Just and then the young lord who of the Eerie, who, yeah, of the Eerie, who was like was, the little re- little stupid kid, yeah, little fucking like little who Norman Bates kid, breastfed till he was like ten. Yeah. Yeah, he's there now. He's, he's like an adult. And he's an adult. It's kind of cool. Gendry's there. Gendry. Who Aria, Sansa, Davos, Bran. Uh, Sam. It's yes, everyone. everyone. Everyone's left. And there's a Dornish guy. Just yeah. got to include that oh, guy. Oh, yeah, I got to include that guy. Nobody knows that guy. He's right. Dorn. Dorn. Dorn's here. Um, <laughs> Dorn. But the thing, so this brings me to the thing that I will never get over that they did. What's that? Which is. No mention that John is the actual heir to the throne. We should say this council meeting, Grey Worm brings Tyrion to f- in as front of prisoner. the council as yeah. a prisoner. And, and they say, what John's supposed to be here too. Sansa's like, John was supposed to be here too. And he's like, no. He's our prisoner. I don't he's care. Too, it's too bad because he killed the queen. Right. And so the Unsullied have John as a captive. They want to uh, uh, negotiate to release, so not go because yeah. the Northerners are at the castle walls. The Unsullied are there. And Davos is like, let's not do this again. Like, right. They want justice. He killed the queen. So what do we do? We appear to be at an impasse. And Tyrion, with his sagely knowledge of all things kingly, I don't know, comes yeah. up. And they sort of refer to him. You know, like what should we do? I know, and he gives his like little speech. Yeah, and then the one guy like storytellers. Yeah, storytellers. That's the one who should be king. Oh no. I was like, oh, no. I mean, and also, these are the two biggest fuck-ups of this. Is Well, there's many. but Br- So Bran becomes king by after you, he you. said all the last two seasons that he's the three-eyed raven and he can't even be lord. Remember, Sam says to him, you're lord of Winterfell. He's, he's like, like, I'm I, not a person. I can't be lord of Winterfell. I'm not Bran Stark anymore. No. He just said it the two episodes again to get Jamie. Yes. He said, I remember what it feels like to be Brandon Stark, but I'm not him. Insane. I'm not a person anymore. Really dumb. And but now he wants to be king. And he's like super into it, sort of like as into it as he's ever been since he turned into the three eyes. He's expressed no emotion, none. And now he's sort of like smiling. Like now he's back to being brand. He's like, okay, you guys, like, all well, right. It's dumb joke. Yeah, he does. He makes a joke. He says, "Why do you think I came all this way?" Yeah, like he knew. He knew they were. It gonna was make a super king. Marvel joke. Dude, it was they went like, full Marvel. They went full Marvel. They went full stupid Marvel. Yep. And they gave us all the shit we didn't ask for. Ugh. And all the shit that like is really low budge rent, low rent for this universe. Well, they just left what are you so doing? many things hanging. And they just tie tie up everything in a neat little package. But it wasn't neat. No. It wasn't neat at all. No, it's the stinks. package that I, I'm looking for this um, post that I saw. Uh, this kind of sums it up. So Jon Snow was a Targaryen for no fucking reason. Bran became the Three-Eyed Raven for no fucking reason. Yeah. Danny did amazing things for eight seasons for no fucking reason. Prince Wu, who was promised, no fucking reason. Everyone you wanted to team up for eight seasons teams up for no fucking reason. Everyone you wanted to die, died for no fucking reason. Fucking Bran Stark, the character no one gives a shit about for eight seasons, is king. Why? For no fucking reason. I mean, that sums it all up. It's That's, like, yeah. and, and also, And also... The, you know, red women, they disappeared. They're All like, type of shit. Tons of stuff that they just left hanging. Yeah. Dropped completely. But, like, seriously, are you kidding me with Bran? Now, now let me say this. I like that the Starks, 
like got their due and like that yeah, the legacy that, yeah. I like that but the fact that they got to it in this cheap ass skipping ahead way right without developing and continuing the story well I, I likened it to like how I used to do <laughs> projects like essays and shit in high school where if you had three weeks I would do a lot of work to try to show initiative like early <laughs> and like p- complete it and then I'd put it off for two weeks and then I'd have one day to finish it <laughs> and I would rush to the finish because it just needs to be done right and so w- what I'm handing in is finished but it is not complete right it is not a good piece of yeah, work it is a finished piece of work perfect analogy but it is not a good piece of work yes it was good for a moment because I was committed and giving myself time to finish yeah and then I'm, you know, I'm not like some great student, but the, that's the, you know, when you realize you have a deadline and yeah. so you're like, let me just finish this. The yeah. old stuff was really good or to me, you know, and then I'll just finish, finish it off. Yeah. Boom, period. That's it. 2000 words. I met the letter, the word minimum and whatever. Here yeah. you go. It's finished. It's like you could have done so much more with this if That's you would have just exactly the perfect you would have analogy. Just kept the schedule, you know. You had an yep. extra two weeks. You did nothing. You went and smoked weed for two <laughs> weeks. And you came back with a day left and just sort of wrote some fuck shit. They and needed it two in. more years of this. Yeah. They needed to do two more seasons yeah. to like really make sense. And again, I'm not questioning. Although the one outcome I'm not happy about is John. Like, yeah. maybe yeah. he would have chosen to go to the north. But to be exiled in the north, and that's another thing. At that council, wouldn't have been, that been the perfect time to, to bring up that he's a the Targaryen? Targaryen? They never say it again. They never bring it, it up. It never comes up again in front of all of them, and they already know. So Arya knows, Sansa knows, Sam Tyrion knows, knows, Bran Sam knows, Bran knows, John knows. Like everybody there, pretty much knows. So the fact that nobody brought it up, saying he's the rightful heir to the throne, even to bring it up, just as like, oh, well, this is a sort of sort of kind important of piece. Should talk about this. Well, and I read one thing where... I mean, what do I know? I mean, <laughs> he's just the rightful king. I mean, who cares? I read one thing where they said, well, because he killed the queen. Like, if you kill the queen or the king, you can't get out. Like, the, there would have been war because the Greyjoys were loyal to her. Yeah. And Grey Worm and all the Dothraki and the Unsullied would... There'd be war. But then say that. Yes. Don't just drop... We spent the whole eight years... Building up to building this Building up to who's Jon Snow's mother. And what's the... Yeah, what's the reveal, man? And, and, and how the character's going to deal it. with it. And now what that means. And it means nothing. Well, that's the thing is we never got to see true consequences to the information. Good yeah. or bad. Good or bad. It was right. more just like cloak and dagger shit. Like, don't tell anybody. And then Varys dies. And so that's, I guess, a minor consequence. I mean, a major consequence. Because Varys <laughs> is such a good character. We wanted to see him do a little bit more before he was I actually know, I killed. I like that. But it was very inconsequential information yep. to give such a big uh, revelation and to not really act on it one way or the other. Like, did it get him killed? No. Did it make him king? No. Right. Did it really have any sort of bearing on his sentence to the wall? No. Yeah. It's not like because he's such a like high-risk uh, back, you know, legacy, whatever. We're going to send him to the wall so no one finds out his true secret. Something like that. Just well, it to, was like, punishment. Weave in. It was yeah, like, it was we're p- not going to, we can't kill him, but we can't send him free and we can't, he can't have any heirs. Yeah, it's punishment, but I mean, I'm, at the same time, like, if they could have just worked in that critical piece of the story into the sentencing or into his final fate. I know. Like, the fate of Jon Snow it's had like, no bearing on this big secret. You know, his yeah. fate was not determined by this critical secret. Well, and frankly, shouldn't it have absolved him? Like, Maybe. shouldn't he have been he able have to say, that. I'm the rightful king? Yeah. And I am. Fight me, bitch. You know, I did this because she 
of what she did. Right. But more sister, aren't they related? She's his cousins. Aunt. Yeah, like yeah. I don't know. I mean, you could argue they could have done anything. They've gone so Just far say off script. Something. Go do a they scene where they want. do a scene where the Starks are all together saying, "Should we tell everyone? No, we shouldn't tell everyone because of this." Have have a scene where the Starks go visit John in a prison and say, and he says, "I don't want anyone to know." Yeah, it's one something. scene, especially because they gave us like that long, a couple really long drawn out scenes in the beginning between yeah. Tyrion and John. And, yep. and between and just Tyrion discovering the bodies and shit, it was yep. long. You know, you couldn't give us one scene of like John, like I don't care, no one will know my and secret. And Sansa tells Tyrion, yeah, like the secret. She purposely gets sets it out there on purpose. So the fact Wouldn't that they don't even to refer to it is infuriating. It's beyond infuriating. It's just bad writing. I'm sorry. And there was no action. It was just sort of this tie up. It's lazy. Yeah, it's super lazy. It's just sort of like, let's get this over with. I want to go make Star Wars or whatever the fuck. And and it's very revealing to the, uh, I kind of, what could I liken it to? Where it's like, you inevitably sort of reveal yourself by like how you choose to finish the, the work. Right. And a lot of times the, People are their own worst enemies in that fact. Like in many different paths of life, a lot of times people have a hold on things sort of superficially. Or not superficially, mm-hmm. but enough until like, what can I say? Like when, let's say like a, a man's married to a woman, the man dies, and the woman always had the relationship and then the woman's left alone and she becomes an alcoholic because she's old and lonely or a man becomes an alcoholic it's like you had everything together but it was the relationship that kept you together and then once you're Uh, on your own you're like left to sink or swim and you sink and you you find out that the talent well it's like it's like when two writers work together and one's the talent and one's not and the other one leaves and you find out yeah yeah and you see him win an oscar and the other guy you never hear from again yeah that's 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 a big piece of this there's a great Columbo episode that Steven Spielberg directed that's exactly about that story. Yeah, see? Perfect example. <laughs> uh, are two writers of a mystery novel and one quits and One's the other one murders the other because, he's, because a he's a hack. That's awesome. It's actually a great story. Yeah, it's a cool story. Um, but but yeah, yeah, this was that. This was that. George R. R. Martin was the writer and these guys were very good at adapting it and they got a lot of praise but I think the praise sort of outweighed well, what? no. I mean, in fairness, they did amazingly with the work with adapting it, yes. and they did, and the production of the show is incredible. And well, I yeah. give them all the credit in the world for bringing this to television, for making it an incredible show for so many seasons. That's true. But, um, but and, it really just was very telling. It's like revealing. Yeah. By the way, you end this. It's fucking like Dawson's Creek or something. Like fucking, what the fuck is this? <laughs> this is not the. It, game it was of not Thrones. the same level of talent. Talent and right, on the writing, writing, on the storytelling. Yeah, totally. I totally. mean, on the production value, yes. It's the same. It's it the same incredible. level. Yeah, yeah, man. You could say that the battle scene was too dark and, and that kind of shit, but I mean, it's the same level of quality throughout yeah. the whole eight seasons, you know, so you can't really come down on that. You shouldn't. I mean, if I do, it's just like a silly joke. I mean, uh, you're not really coming down on that shit, but the story itself is just like, boo. Like, yeah. And that, they set it up where John goes then to the wall 
And Sansa becomes queen of the North. Which is good. I like that. And then Arya sort of ships off to Boston or whatever. <laughs> and just goes there. That, that song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shipping <laughs> off to Boston. Yeah. They should have played that for her. Getting on the fucking boat, going west of Westeros. So I wonder if that's going to be a dropkick Murphy. Yeah. That really should have been what was playing for her. That would have been awesome. That would have been funny. They're going to need. Name the book, The Song of Ice and Fire. Oh, God. That was, the, the, that was like when I was like, fuck you. This is like Disney level yeah, shit. Yeah, they then, brought the book out. And it like, has like a nice cover. Yep. It says Ice of Fire, Song of Boo. Ice and Fire. And it's like the fuck book you. about the book in the show about a book. They should have done a cameo of George R. R. Martin at I the know. end. Like, hey, guys, Excelsior. <laughs> wink, wink. Like, wink. like Stan. Yeah, they should have done that every episode. Every episode. Oh, you, like a wink, fat guy, wink. yeah, like the brothel. He's like in the background uh. getting a beach. Here I am. He's like naked. You have to be naked, George no. R. R. Martin. No, that was my idea. Oh. With his little hat on, was... all naked, but with just the hat and the glasses. Every episode, he's in the Battle of Bastards. He's in like he's in the Battle of Bastards. <laughs> the Red Wedding. Yeah, he's like trying yeah. to fight his yeah. little fat guy, and it's not a horse. It's like cuts, Wait cuts. A minute, he stands what? out like a sore thumb. We know that's you. Uh. Oh, Lord. He's like, no, I'm a dragon. I'm a dire wolf. That'd be funny. There's like six dire wolves and then like a seventh one. He's got like puppy ears and like the dog nose and like hair, like a furry costume. What's that funny, dire wolf? It's just like the others. You know, it's his cameo. It's It's written in every script. It's a part of the contract. That's how he got to sign. He said, I will be Uh. in every single episode, even if this is in the back. We can film them all at once. Yeah. Get it out of the way. Oh, He's like a Lord. part of the Dothraki and shit. That'd be <laughs> That's funny. the funny. With like shirt off and riding a horse <laughs> with the makeup and shit. <laughs> Big fat old guy. <laughs> Woo! It's like, can't you just be a maester or something? Yeah, nope. 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 No. Nope. Oh, no way. I'm Dothraki. <laughs> I always wanted to be a Dothraki. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, and another thing they did. Brienne wrote Jamie's story. Like story. Yeah, that was silly. Oh, but how about that stupid? thing when they present sam presents the book called the song of ice and yeah Fire. it was awful and then they said Tyrion to Tyrion. yeah and yes. Tyrion's not in the book and he says like what do they make fun of me or something he's like, actually my lord you're no not in the which book. is a cheap joke because of right. course he'd be in it there's so many critical moments in the story yes. of ice and fire where Tyrion lannister is fun and fucking sick yes so to just be like oh sorry dude <laughs> they left a joke you. Yeah, they you didn't see you down, down there oh they didn't see you down there i mean that was guy. like you really lost me with that and the book oh the fucking book I know. it's like everything that happened after ned stark died oh, oh is it oh oh, 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 oh oh no mention of the night king either then i guess well i guess not no and no he just was useless too yeah what a Gone. waste what, what a, a waste. fucking waste they should like i thought we were gonna build the whole season up to like the killing yes. of him and he's that was still gonna bad. be in the mix somehow he's darth vader yeah, i know cersei is you know what's his a name a lot less sim- jabba or yeah cersei's like what's his name greedo he gets killed at the fucking cantina bar right right she's not darth vader she's not the sith lord no. she's not emperor palpatine no. <laughs> that's the night king is palpatine and yeah. darth vader what the fuck i know what a dumb dumb show maybe the worst show ever no made. no it could be this the season, single though, worst show this ever season, made 
stinks. It made me feel like watching Walking Dead, kind of, where it's like this was so good, and then you get in this. I mean, yeah. Walking Dead maybe three, four seasons ago, where it's like this where used they to be so good, dropping out. Yeah, yeah. This season, but Walking Dead did the opposite mistake, which is they won't let go. Yeah. Whereas Game of Thrones let go too fast, too quickly. Yeah. yeah. Dropped it like a hot potato. And they really should have gone to 10 seasons. That's my opinion. <laughs> they ruined They ruined the legacy of it. Yeah, because so, I mean, this is, you know, not just our opinion. Like, no, this is very vocal. A, a lot of people are expressing the same media. opinion. Yeah, man. And that's a shame because it could have been the greatest television show ever. And now it is one it, of it, the greatest it, w- television yeah. shows ever. But it, I don't even think it dethrones w- Sopranos or The Wire. Or Did like, you see the meme going around? It's like, thanks, Game of Thrones. You've you've given uh, Breaking Bad back the title. the title. Yeah, that kind of Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah there's a bunch of shows now to yeah. me. That because the ending, the dismount, man, the, the dismount. fucking dismount. Well, matters. the Sopranos ending, a lot of people weren't happy like about either. I, I think I'm going to go with Breaking Bad. I'm going to say, yeah, yeah. I, that they got a clean out, yeah, clean out, and it was a consistent. The show was brilliant the whole way through. Yeah, there's some stuff about like the last season I didn't like too much. It's like they yeah. had to keep the show if they're going to keep the show going. No spoilers. They they just like start killing everybody because right, it's right, the only right, way. Right. It's like the logical way, but at the same time, you're like, well, now the show just keeps going and everyone just keeps dying yeah and it's like i don't know i guess it's satisfying it was more satisfying for me once gus fring died that was their Darth yeah Vader. That, yeah and so once they segue into like well they thought they were gonna end after that did. season they and did. so they did it that way then they introduced the like meth bikers right it was like just not she, as yeah, it wasn't, interesting yeah but it's still yeah a better dismount than game of thrones fuck me anything is i mean the first six seasons of the show are great fucking happy the first days season had a go, better go watch that again because that was well, the I, best i do want to watch the like original seasons you know even yeah. the first three i know with you know, joffrey and everything joffrey and ned and like there's a it bunch of characters how right good this show really and was little finger and varus were like in the mix like heavy you know yeah. what i mean is you know is a completely different show i know varus got completely dropped like he wasn't used the whole season, the whole season. No. in the way that he should have been they didn't know what to do with him at this point like, actually, what do we do we, we i feel like him. we missed burn him. i loved little finger's death and that was great but yeah. i also feel like he was missed he was missed he and was, he's not dead in the book but yeah. again that shouldn't that doesn't matter with the book to fit television it doesn't matter whatever fair enough but that was a great death i mean that was one of a that was one of the great moments of that season right one of the only great moments frankly yeah. Um, because I didn't think the seventh season was that good either. No, it was not. It's not, man. I mean, I think we can But they spent say, the whole season building up to the reveal of who John was. And then they literally that's why they fucking did dirty. dropped it. That's why, man. They like put so much into weight it. onto that. Like a whole season. And then they give it to us. And we're like, fuck yeah. Well, and, but it does feel like, like they you. decided to end the show abruptly. Because yeah, it it's did. like, that was the plan. To go there and to go there. And then do something with it. And do something. And it's like... Right. Exactly what you said with mm. the homework analogy. That's exactly it. Yeah. It's like, okay, now we got to finish it. Let's finish it quick. It's due on Monday, yeah. Saturday night. Right. Just finish it. Yeah, I hate you. People have been waiting for two years for this. Yeah. We got to get this wrapped That's up. That's the other thing. Two fucking years. Yeah. Jeez, and didn't you say Kit Harrington, like in his interviews, was like, it's not going to please everyone? Well, and I mean, who knows what is in his head? Like, you know, he may think it's great and he loved it, but I, I remember his, he was the one who did all the press for the show. Yeah, he did. Like more than anyone else. Mm-hmm. You know, he hosted SNL and he was constantly being interviewed. And yeah. he, all of his interviews were very measured 
like when they said, are you happy with the outcome? He sort of said, yeah, you didn't I'm gush. satisfied. You know, I think it's the right outcome. Not everyone's going to be satisfied. I mean, he immediately went to that. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's a sign. And to me, I was instantly worried well, when I heard you his. Said the, uh, what is brand? The character? The, act? Yeah. The Isaac um, Hemstead White. What's his name? Yeah. The he said, actor, yeah, yeah the he said that when he first read the script, he laughed. He thought it was a joke. Uh, yeah, he it didn't feels go like on to say he ha- he did, he was very you know they can't complimentary of the show, yeah, but man. he did say, say that, that when he first read it, he thought it was a joke that he was on the throne. Well, it seems like a joke. It does. I mean, they play it. It off does seem like a joke. Well enough, I guess. But just even the like first council meeting and like bronze the master of coin. I'm, what we, did he threaten Tyrion off stage with the crossbow uh, or yeah, something? Yeah, what the fuck? Like, and they just saw chopped that up. Like uh, everything settled with you, Bron. Yep, all debts and he's are paid. Ma- he's like. Head of High Guard now, God, Lady head Olena of, would be like rolling over right. in her grave. Yeah, Head of High Guard and Master and, of Coin, the yeah. treasurer of the Seven Kingdoms. Bron and then, the Selsor. And then they also had they had a couple council members missing, and they were like, "I don't have a Master of Whispers. Why do you need one if you can? If you're the Three Eyed Raven, you see all at all times, don't you? I mean, that will come in in handy as king. Now, I do see, I do like the way. They they said, okay, you know, Tyrion said we should have someone who won't have children and someone who's chosen instead of born. Yeah, right. Like that, that all makes sense. Although, remember, Sam made that, why don't we just do a democracy where everyone we're all laughed, like... Everyone laughed, yeah. Everyone laughed, and I actually think they should have done that. Well, you, you gave that I, I as said, an that's example. That's what I thought was going to happen. It's one of many things that could happen. Yeah. And the fact that they even put it out there, just even as that shows you that they probably thought about that. Yeah. And they're like, should we have horses and no, dogs people vote? want a king. It's like, really? Did we want a king? No. I don't know that we did for sure. Like, I mean, I like that Sansa said, you know, we, the North has to be its own kingdom. And I think that makes sense. Well, now they refer to it too as the Six Kingdoms. Right. Ruler of the Six Kingdoms. Right. Which is also cool. But I just, again, it's like, I think it would have made more sense for Bran to then say, I can't be king. I'm the three-eyed raven. Well, I, they use the same uh, excuse, know? like, we should give it to someone who doesn't want it. That was John. Yeah, well, I'd give it to John. Yeah, but he killed her. Yeah, so no, he can't do it. it but, w- I mean, they gave that same uh, reasoning to Bran. Like, well, because he right. doesn't want it, he should have right, it. So right. It's like, well, you said that to John, like, for five seasons or two seasons. But, uh, and there's really no one else you want to have it. So, again, like, I think it would have made more sense to have it be a democracy. Why is that so ridiculous? Because it's, you know, medieval times, I guess. And it's silly. <laughs> I- which we have the horses no, and No, you can fart. do whatever you want with this universe. Of course, you and can. So, they clearly have shown that they will do that. It's very silly. I don't think it made... I don't think everybody was like, yes, I'm glad you picked a king because now we're all satisfied. In fact, everyone's not satisfied with what happened. No, and that's part of a true dem- uh, compromise is both parties equally yeah. unsatisfied. That's Which Tyrion a says definition. in his speech yeah, to John. That's in the that's in the show. That's yeah. like a common phrase, too. Right. It's a very true thing. Uh yeah, and that's used, you know. It's, no one's going to be completely 100% satisfied, and that usually means well, that's a good thing. Yes, I agree, but this was like, really, they just stepped all over the storylines. Th- there's a difference between everyone's not going to be satisfied. I'm sure there's a lot of people who love Daenerys like, and named their baby Khaleesi or aren't too happy right now. A lot of people are mad, <laughs> mad about that. It's like, come on. Like, yeah, okay, if you, mad. I mean, the books sort of do... like, And actually, if you go back to the seasons, like, you, it does sort of set her up to become mad. That It doesn't... Again, I'm okay with that. those outcomes, but not 
how fast they got to it and the way they yeah, got the to it. Yeah, the execution means everything. It's a really a huge part that's of That's what story is, that's yeah. That's what story is, and that's what, you know, fans are there for. That's what keeps right. them showing up, and you know? boy, have we showed up. Yeah, um, the whole fucking world showed up for this one. And yeah, I don't like that John's exiled, but so, okay, so what is happening with him? He's gone off... A, with the wildlings. With the wildlings. He's going to so live he on the other the, side. King of the... Free people now? Well, it seemed like at first he was going to be the night commander because he walks out. And he's, and he's wearing the night sword. commander yep. outfit. He still has a sword. He still has, you know, and he's walking through all the people. And I thought yeah. he was gonna, it was going to be like Wildling Castle with John. And then they all open the gate and just start walking out into the wild blue yonder. And that's how it ends. Yeah. It ends with him walking out with the wildling. So I guess he's a part of the free folk. He went from like you know to the castle to free folk and i guess no one's keeping tabs on that like brand's his brother brand must know because he sees all right and then sansa's the queen of the north she's not going to do anything about that like are they going to check and make sure john's still up there and if yeah, he's not what are they going to do go to the other side of the wall i mean there's no white couldn't walkers brand anymore. Have just said go wherever you want i pardon you what is he gonna piss off gray worm yeah gray who's leaving to boat. north yeah north or north, north or, whatever masande's land yeah he's like they're gone they're on yeah. a ship what are they gonna do like, rally couldn't they just been like John, you know. Well, and they're a bunch of cell swords. Like they don't yeah. have a commander. I guess Grey Worm. She makes him the commander of her armies right. after she gives that like Hitler speech. Right. But yeah, like who cares? Like as soon as the, uh, the you know the Dothraki and the Unsullied are gone, there's no one fighting for Daenerys. And in in the Greyjoys, once they leave, and they were leaving too. Yeah, Bran could be like, and eh, now that they're gone, pardoned. Right. And I pronounce you king because yeah but yeah so i guess it's supposed to be very sweet it shows john you know with his people which his and again people, i, I kind of like that but fine. i wish he could have chosen that i think he yeah. maybe would have chosen that yeah the fact that they're like yeah you're exiled and you can't have any heirs and yeah because that's free not okay yeah well, although his now, heirs would be would be a throne threat sure but i mean his brothers on the throne. but i mean you're or you're right because well, I mean, the kid, Bran's super young, so he could rule for many years unless yep. he falls, you know, victim to his affliction or his disability. I don't know if that shortens your lifespan. Back mm. then it might. Back then it probably might. I mean, might. the other three-eyed raven was very well, I mean, old. I mean, his, his disability. Right. Like, yeah, True. but you're right. Yeah. But I don't know. And yeah. that guy was like in a tree. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> like, what the hell? That like, guy's again, not a king. Like, why? this is silly. Like, and like, just the whole stuff that they... You can't, they can't say that they didn't abandon all the plot lines. I mean, there's so many character arcs they built and then dropped. And really, just really haphazardly. Yeah. Like, no one's going to know. No one's going to question this shit. People are diehard fans of this shit. People that read the books and they know all the the, the deeper storylines and stuff from the actual books. Come on. Yeah. You're going to trick them? Gotcha. No. No one should notice. It's going to go under the radar. And this isn't Marvel audience. There's a lot of crossover, but this is like, like fans of this series are much more are going to get you yeah. if you get it wrong. Yeah. It's weird because Endgame was very unsatisfying and so is this. Yeah. They both were. Yep. Very, very much so. This was, me. you know, I felt that this would be as the season progressed, but I, I didn't think it was going to be this unsatisfying. No, I, I mean, I figured Daenerys would die. I figured, you know, they'd have to fight. Who's they gonna made be it the seem crown. like Arya was going to kill her. And like, yeah. there was no sort of dramatic. I mean, the whole dramatic moment was done with the night King. I know. And they got rid of that on in episode three. three. And then even, so when they actually take King's landing, you're like, okay, like, whatever. Yeah. Great. You did it. Yeah. I don't care. 
you can make it look as violent and as you know ramble shambles as you want yeah but it's not like effective you already killed the, the biggest threat in those seven kingdoms yeah last episode you dope two episodes ago boo 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 boo, boo. fucking boo yeah I'm going to make my own Game of Thrones. <laughs> Do it. I'm going to get my own budget on Indiegogo. I just need like $75 million. <laughs> At least. At least. It's $15 million an episode. Yeah. So I'll make a new Game of Thrones, guys. Don't worry. All right. Well, they're making three different spinoffs and yeah, a prequel. The most, the best thing about this is that I can abandon the universe forever yeah. and never look back. See ya. Goodbye, faggoty show. <laughs> Goodbye, stupid <laughs> storylines and letting us down. I'm not watching a prequel. Who's uh, writing it? Uh, George R. R. Martin? I don't know. The guy who wrote, I mean, they do you know, have source the mater- material for Chuck or something. Yeah. <laughs> What? You know, the guy who wrote Chuck know. and Larry have a baby. I don't know. The guy right. Mike and Dave went on a date with Chuck and Larry. That wraps and, that up. Let's talk about something we did place. like. John Wick 3. John Wick 3. Yes, it is the third film in the John Wick series. John Wick 3 Parabellum. You have to say it like this. Third and final the film? Final? Maybe. Maybe not. Naughty, naughty. And Keanu Reeves returns as John Wick. Uh, who else is in it? Ian McShane. Oh, you know who wasn't in it? Hmm. Aurelio. Aurelio. Um, what's his name? Uh, you know. Aurelio Mandangus? Yeah, Aurelio. Who? <laughs> John Leguizi- Legu- Leguizamo. Oh, John Leguizamo. He was not in it. Oh, yeah. He was his mechanic and shit. Yeah. I forgot I about that. I thought he would be in this, but he's not. <laughs> yeah, that would be uh, nice. He's joined by new cast members Halle Berry, Angelica Houston. That was and cool. that super awesome bad guy. The Japanese dude. Um, or the he, Hawaiian well, he's guy. Like, oh, he's a whole bunch of shit. He's a whole bunch of shit. But he's he was like an Iron Chef. He was the host of the like the original I'll Iron Chef. I'll tell you his name, Mark Dacascos. Yeah, he's cool, man. He's half Japanese, yeah. half Irish, half Filipino, and half Chinese. So four halves. Yeah. So quarters. You dope. Quarters. Whatever. Yeah, there you go. Sorry. <laughs> four halves. <laughs> he's two whole people. I two whole people. <laughs> he ate his twin in the womb. I meant to say his parents were those things. Okay. His parents were each half. Of, Don't worry. Yeah. Our listeners it. are stupid too. <laughs> so I think they're right there with you. <laughs> Hey, don't say that about our it's listeners. Like, hey, and you. It's like the worst person. <laughs> the worst co-host. Um, yeah, so, this, and also Lawrence Fishburne returns yeah. as the Bowery King. Larry Fishburne. Um, Lance, Lance Reddick, who Lance plays Reddick. Sharon. That guy's a fucking awesome guy. Yeah, he's I pretty love awesome. that guy. Um, Go on a date with that guy. Braun's in it. Yeah, randomly. Yeah, randomly. Braun of Game Jerome of Thrones. Flynn. Yeah, Braun. Um, and Saeed Tagamawi, who's... That guy's in tons of stuff. He's in Wonder Woman. Yes. Yeah, he's one of the sidekicks. Yeah, yeah, he's the one who wears the fez. Yes. And Robin Lord Taylor, who plays the penguin in oh. in um, the CW series. I know. I'm right there with you. And he was also the kid who got his, his head bashed in Terminus, in. remember? Yeah, in Terminus. You do not know what I'm talking about. He's he plays Oswald plays Cobblepot in Gotham. Oswald in Gotham. All right, all right. I got you. So, uh, again, they continue with their word build- world building, and it literally takes off just as Chapter 2 Finishes. Finishes. Which is a good thing. Which did. was cool. This worked yeah, in that case. In this yes. case, it worked. Last, the other thing we were talking about is stupid. Right. And this, it's just it totally super worked. cool. It and he sense. is, remember, Ian McShane, had, uh, Winston gave him an hour yep. with no services. To escape. 
Right. On foot. And so he's like in a cab with the dog running. Like he's mm-hmm. got to make his way to places mm-hmm. and he goes he's to Times Square. Right. And, he's yeah. all over the place. He gets to the New York Public Library where he, fi- he gets this book with his like little Secret. stuff. Yeah. There's all these secrets. Yeah. I love it. I love it's it. It's all the world building. <laughs> well, it's funny. I thought of this like funny thing where it's like a world where literally everyone is either an assassin or like assisting assassins. Right. It's right. Like, right. Are there any actual targets left? Yeah. We're all assassins. <laughs> Wait, we're all assassins? Yeah. Who's the hit? I know. We're just assassins that assassinate assassins. Yeah. It's a whole assassin <laughs> world, man. Nobody, everyone's an assassin. Your teacher, Mrs. Markle, she was an assassin. <laughs> Mrs. Markle. Mrs. Mabus, um, she was an assassin. The Hob is the Continental Hotel in New York where Winston, um, he runs it. He's Ian excommunicado. Yeah, and he's made him excommunicado because he killed someone on the grounds yeah, of Continental. The yeah. The in, Italian dude for right. the second movie. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that, but the first half hour of the movie is is a fucking ride. It is maybe one of the coolest action. It really is sequences ever. Oh god, maybe it ever of yeah. anything. Oh, it's so neat. It's so good. I can't get over just that opening fight scene. Yeah, in the library. In the library, because yeah, yeah, it's funny because the woman like he gives her the secret book title yeah and then he goes to that little section of the library and within that book it's like a hidden book full of secret treasures right and like a picture of his wife yeah i love it is there any real books in here I know. all these books have secret crucifixes <laughs> and like fancy coins right i just wanted to read some russian poetry yeah you know I mean? <laughs> but yeah so he gets the book and he gets his little jewels and then here comes like a seven foot tall russian assassin yeah. guy massive man and he's early and he's he's got 10 he's minutes still, no he's 20 minutes 20 minutes and the russian guy said who's going to know yeah you know, like it's so funny and they have like a quiet fight in the library well, and they keep doing a countdown because you there's this whole group of secretaries that, yes, are, that are a mix operators. between 1940s um phone operators and suicide girls because suicide girls. Yeah. they all have like the tattoos, tattoos and the little like the uh yeah the 50s uh work attire yeah. outfits and the little uh headphone right it's all like antiquated technology like analog everything everything's sort of analog or yeah. like patch cords and yeah. those little tubes that suck up I, it's information awesome. you ever put your dick in one of those tubes hey now you don't want to know what the guy's getting when at the other <laughs> end of the tube okay. he's getting a big happy time man it's okay. two times dude two times so and then he goes and he the next fight sequence and i heard keanu reeves talking about it he said that they wanted to do a snowball fight with knives and that's what they and gave that's what us they do in it but in in a like museum yeah it was like a small sort of display museum of guns and knives yeah. and he goes in there to find ammunition and right. weapons and there's a group of sort of like you know chinese street vendor food guys that yeah. clock them and they're assassins too they're like the street vendor assassins yeah. they make shish kebabs but they'll stab you with the saute <laughs> stick right in your eye you doke and they follow him into that room and it's literally like a five by five space where they shoot this epic knife knife fight scene right right one of the coolest knife fight scenes i could think of yeah or have ever seen and it literally becomes you're you're biting your nails almost because they're throwing knives and it's not across a room it's like point blank just throwing a knife at you right then blocking the knife the the speed of it yeah the choreography is incredible the fight i mean it was directed by uh, stunt, coordinator. stunt coordinators, two guys who were yeah. stunt coordinators. And was one guy was the on the Chad, Matrix. Yeah, yeah. he's you know he's, this guy's got chops, right? And it shows. It shows like where this person's uh, like strong suit is. Yeah, 
first like their base is in stunt and choreography right. and then the, the uh, action. action and then you know the cinematography and the direction and they and have the set good design, cinema they have good very crew good. on it you as know? good as like the the new james bond movies and shit like it's it's as legit as any movie a lot of time action movies suffer from a lack of stylistic uh, uh, uh cinematography right and color correction and stuff they just look like guys shooting guns in a room right Whereas, like this this they really have styled this thing out to the most without it coming off as uh, overdone, overproduced. You know, it never feels overproduced. Not to me. Even though you're killing people, uh, you know, hundreds of people and, you know, everything's very well, like, set deco. Yeah. But it's, it's, I never felt like it was overdone. No, never, never. Overstylized, you know? A lot of movies, especially action movies, can feel overstylized. That's true. Like that awful one with Mads Mikkelsen that sucks, but he's awesome. But he's awesome in it. Yeah. Yeah, That's exactly perfect. Overstylized. And the acting stinks. The acting does, except for him. For him, because he's awesome. He's the best. Derek Kolstad is the guy who originated the story and wrote the screenplay and then Keanu Reeves took the story to his stunt guys and said would you guys you know direct no he said will you direct all the stunts and they said well actually we want to direct and he said yes perfect oh that's cool that's how that came about and what a great matching like pairing you know yeah it made something really unique and this is another thing that this is an original license folks original franchise three movies out of nowhere had no previous buzz it wasn't a comic book it wasn't a video game it was just an action movie with keanu reeves now it's got all those other things yeah (laughs) now it's got like you know it was all very minor casting outside of keanu right who also i heard you know he takes pay cuts he he does all types of shit in the first one though he got ian mcshane he got willem dafoe he got got john Leguizamo. Leguizamo. but like not too too big yeah you know which is good i feel like halle berry is too big to be a a, a ancillary character if we're if we're gonna say although i heard you know, he was very kind. He, he said that He's she kind, spent though. six months training? training for that. She does. She plays kind of an assassin. She runs one of the hotels in Casablanca, yeah. the assassin he hotels. He escapes there. Well, we should skip. We skipped ahead. He goes to Angelica Houston's ballet studio. Which is cool. That's a cool scene. It's really cool because it shows. It gives a, a little taste of his past. Right. We, we've never gotten really that he's Belarus. He's a Belarusian named like Giovanni Giovanni, yeah. and and it, it, and he grew up in this. It's like a ballerina studio slash like judo it's basically right. a training ground for assassins disguised as uh, a ballet studio a ballet yeah, studio, but a Russian a ballet, yeah. And it has a, it has its own theater and then you go and you see dudes training in sambo which is like super russian hand-to-hand right. combat and shit and so that's where he got trained and he had a crucifix which is like this ticket that he could basically like get out of jail free card and she says she won't touch him because he's excommunicado yeah. and he's like look i've been here since a baby and you gotta just, help me. I just want to get out, you know. Right. And she agrees to help him out, Angelica Houston. It's really a very cool backdrop. Again, they do these backdrops. They, 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 they build worlds. Well, yeah, yeah. It opens uh, so many f- new questions. Yeah. You know what I mean, as you're watching it, like, who are these people? Where did they come from? How did he end up there? How long was he there? What was the life like? Right. I can see them being like, we should do a prequel with him in the thing. It's like, don't do that. Yeah. Don't actually don't do, do, do that. Yeah, don't do that. But, but it, the, the idea it. Yeah. is that's what makes it interesting. <laughs> Don't ever do that, yeah. you bunch of fucks. Although there's a, a series called The Continental and that's on cool. Stars. That's yeah. cool to me because it's not a prequel and it's not, you know, it could be in the Continental. Like, yeah. what a great place to have a miniseries. There's so many personalities. It's like Cheers, but for assassins. Right. You know what I mean? It's so cool. Well, and all the say one of the screenwriters on uh, Parabellum, Chris Collins, is going to be the showrunner, but they've also got 
other all the creative team is going to be involved and Keanu's going to make an appearance. That's cool. Ian McShane will not though. No. Oh, yeah, okay. unfortunately because he uh has he's doing the Sexy Beast series. There's a, There's a series yes and based on King, that single Kingsley's movie. Kingsley's doing it. Yes. Same character? Yeah, all the same actors. But he dies at the end. No spoilers. Well, they're somehow rebooting it and Sexy they're making beast. a series and um, I should watch that movie again yeah it's a really good movie but Isn't he's doing that he's producing american gods he's in americans Gods. so he's, he's a busy man pretty, deadwood? he's a busy man yeah he's the deadwood, deadwood movie. movie yeah well i mean either way that's a cool concept for a show yeah and if they don't make a fourth movie they're uh, making a fourth movie i mean it, it made seems a ton like of money it, it made a shit it made ton of 150 money. 150 million worldwide this weekend i love it i love it, it. dethroned avengers yes it did, yes, it, it did. It was the one that and took it, was, it off it was number one. It was speculated to do that, yeah. or, you know, it was um, in talks that it would be the movie to do it. But so he does, so they go, he, Angel, Angelica Houston helps him get to Casablanca. Yes. Because that's where you can see Halle Berry, and, and he needs table, her help. the high table or whatever. Yeah. It's close to there. And whatever. he has a marker for her. Like, she has to, the marker was a big part of chapter two, because he had to and, go back in and do something for yep, a marker. Yep. And he and has so her he marker. he pulls that on her, and she's got to help him, and... She's got these two dogs, and they fight with her yeah, and like, stuff. Yeah, they're like canine training. They yeah. wear bulletproof vests. And yeah. She's like a dog assassin that doesn't kills with dogs, doesn't yeah. kill dogs. But um, I was not cra- – I like Halle Berry, but yeah. I wasn't crazy about – that sequence no and that was to me the weak link if there was, was sort of a, a weak dip. link yeah there was a dip because he, no he shouldn't have a sidekick and he doesn't need a sidekick yeah he ne- yeah i feel like you don't really notice it either until she comes in you're like oh yeah he's been solo right. dolo this whole time and it's been awesome yeah and you really it keeps your focus you never like hey where's john wick's right hand man or woman yeah it you takes know? away the energy kind of comes down yeah and to be fair like i bet she did train yeah but She's 50 years old with diabetes. Well, he's 54. Yeah, but he's been training since the Matrix. You know what I mean? He's yeah. been training for 20 years, you know, of shit. And, and uh, the age is, uh, the age, whatever. But yeah. either way, her shit was at half pace. If you watch her choreography, even yeah, with the stunt people. It wasn't quite John Wick. Uh, and there are other women who could have done it. Oh, for sure. Like That's it, not a woman-man thing. It's a, like, qualification. Yeah, Those, even like, that age, I think. I mean, like... There are other women who I think could have pulled it off. I don't think it's necessarily her diabetes, whatever. But yeah, like whatever. she just Forget wasn't the, the right actress diabetes. for it. I don't exactly, think. Yeah. And she apparently approached them, and she, I she, bet she loved did. the series, and she wanted to be part of it. That sucks. And she and I, she worked her ass off to do it. But you, it does. I thought it showed a well, little because it's almost like this is like the Olympics of stunt people. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's cool that she wanted to be a part of it and give her name and she's super famous. But I feel like, yeah, there's a woman out there who's less known, probably could use a break, probably been getting punched in her own stunt woman face for years. Right. Falling off of motorcycles. Right. And just give it to Not her. Not a star. Not yeah. a star. That's the thing about this movie. Like, the they stars are the well stars. placed. Yeah. You, you don't need someone. And I, I hope. Like Halle Berry. Yeah. She's too yeah. much of a star for this franchise, in my opinion. Same thing they did with Kingsman. Yeah. With the sequel. They Same packed thing. it. You know, everyone wanted to be. That of was a course. very similar sort of thing yeah. where that first one came out of nowhere, right. had a very little budget. It kicked ass. It was that an original scene story. in the church yep. with Colin Firth. An original concept. And 
everybody fell in love with it and wanted to be in it. And so they had all these movie stars in the second. And it was a worse movie. suffered. Yeah, it yeah. was a worse movie for it. There's too many stars. Right. You know, because Taron Egerton becomes like the least known person in the movie. I know, and Not he's the, good. He's, he's good. like, carries it. And yeah. Colin Firth, I guess, is like co-star, basically. Yeah, he's so awesome yeah, in the first in the one. the first one, he's G. In the yeah. second movie, his character's sort of stupid. But the, like Willem Dafoe and Ian McShane, they're peripheral. They're, you know, they're supporting characters. Yes. And like they, and they're she, famous, but they're not too right. They're recognizable. This in, is like, hey, there's Halle Berry, the fucking Halle in Berry, John Wick. And like again, I think they should have went for uh, not. I don't want to say quality, but just like experience over fame. Like someone, yeah, who's I like, agree. Because I'm telling you, like uh, that shit, the choreography. It's as difficult as dance, but you could also get your fucking face kicked off. You know what right. I mean? Like, Jackie Chan's talked at length, and I was a huge fan. I still am, but as a kid, I would, like, watch his bar. I wrote a speech in grade six about Jackie Chan. Really? <laughs> yeah, I did, yeah. And, like, just how he does his own stunts and shit. Yeah. And that's really over-the-top stuff. But it takes so much skill and focus and discipline. Right. And, you know, again, I don't want to go off on Halle Berry, the person. I just mean as a casting choice, I think it would have been more effective if they cast someone that could handle the, the work. Like, yeah. Like, really, really handle it. And I'm it. sure she did work hard to do what she did. And she, yeah. you know, she does a lot. There's a big action sequence. I know, it's she really does. extended. It's and very I, I extended. I think they added the dogs to take a little of yeah. pressure off of her, too. But it wasn't the same. Like, I mean, honestly, Charlotte, at least Theron is more convincing in Atomic Bomb, Bomb Blonde. Yeah. Even though I didn't like that yeah, movie. I didn't see that. But she, the way, she does really fast-paced action sequences. Like, she was more convincing in it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, yeah, oh, that's good. I mean, but I, as far as the Halle Berry thing, yeah, I think they sort of... Uh, put put priorities got their on pri- deciding yeah, yeah. Like we'll put you in here yeah. yeah and we'll do a favor and she she approached us so we don't have to like go to her management or agent yeah. we got like Halle Berry on board I know but, and uh, I don't think it's gonna I, I don't know if that makes a difference in like getting people to go John Wick fans are gonna go to yeah, this movie I was sold before know? if anything the addition of someone like Halle Berry is like really why I know like why I hope they don't do that for because the, they're clearly gonna do the way fourth. that the fourth ends yeah, or the way this movie ends is clearly uh, gonna be clearly fourth, gonna be fourth. fourth. I hope there is. You know, it doesn't have to come out instantly. Yeah. Because it's, you know, I would just like to see the story continue. But yeah, yeah, the Halle Berry thing. And then she's gone. And then as quick as she's in the movie, yeah. she's out of the movie, which is good. Cause yeah, she, she I didn't want, want her to come back. To like, be I, it, to the it end. It literally did sort of take it down because there's a little bit sort of, you know, John Wick does have some humorous stuff, mm-hmm. but it's kind of smart tongue-in-cheek humor. It's not, not Marvel it's very humor. Subtle. It's subtle. Mm-hmm. And she was a little bit too marvel yeah because there's this joke about the dogs you know which got a big laugh Ugh. like he the braun who's her like master or Guy, whatever yeah, yeah boss they have to go to him and he makes all the coins and all the markers right that's where they do all that shit right that's like the yeah Whatever. And he, like, shoots her dog, doesn't well, she, he, kill him, though. Because he says, he's like, I'm going to help you with John Wick, but in exchange, I want a gift, and the gift, I want your dog. She says no, and then he shoots the dog. But the dog's wearing a vest. Right. And the but dog... She freaks out. Yeah, the dog doesn't get hurt, at, really. I mean, it might have, like, broke a rib or yeah. got bruised, but it doesn't die. It's not bleeding out. The dog gets up to fight for the whole sequence, but Halle Berry just loses it and shoots him in the leg, and then the dog Starts bites his dick all off. The guys. Yeah, shoots everybody. And it's like, the dog's fine. The dog, I mean, it's not nice. It's not a nice gesture, but he made a point of shooting it in the vest. Yeah. The dog vest. But then she's been... John Wick keeps saying to her, don't, don't. And she says, he shot my dog, and he goes, 
I get it. And like the audience like was roaring laughing. But like that that like to me just went step a little above where like but but that sequence aside, which I thought was not very interesting. It was the weakest moment. It was the weakest. That but also that whole Casablanca is as beautiful as they actually shot in the same locations that they shot um, the Slaver's Bay scenes in Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, you Like, said. the scenes with the guy where they went to get the Unsullied, yes. and then he has the small... She has a small Drogon yes. burn him. Yeah. That is all in... Um, Same place. Casa, in, Casablanca. In, yeah. In so Morocco. they actually went out there? They went out to Morocco for John well, Wick? It's not Casablanca, but it's in Morocco. Morocco. Yeah, they did. They oh, did. Cool. I don't um, know if it was really necessary. And he takes a boat. Like, this whole story takes place within, like, a few days. Yeah, maybe Ahalsa took a plane, because that was a lot well, of traveling. Well, she said, like, take him to the lifeboat. Then when he I lands, know. he lands at a port of entry. Back. Yeah. And then he goes back. I mean, the boat to Casablanca would take a week, wouldn't it? Or a few days? It would take a while. Take a fucking while. Yeah. I mean, okay, if, even if we skip over the, you know, time frame yeah, shit. Yeah, I mean, doesn't that really doesn't matter. bother me no. as much. But And then he also goes to this other guy that's above the high table, because the high table is the Council of Assassins, yeah. basically. And and meanwhile, there's this other side story going on where a, a adjudicator, yeah. who's this woman who's... Evaluates And yeah, she's going to conflicts. the Continental and saying, mm-hmm. you helped him, you get this. And going to the Bowery, Lawrence... Lawrence Fishburne. You helped him. You, you have, have seven to, days to... Yeah. We step down. Basically, Angelica saying, Houston, you helped. You have to this. She gets, yeah. She doesn't get killed, though. No, I mean, but she has her, none of them do, but they get hurt, maybe. Injured. Except for Ian McShane. Yeah. Because he sort of tricks him. Yeah, he puts some tricks. Well, they're going to kill him, but then they have that whole great, amazing fight sequence. That was again. awesome. That was one of the greatest scenes yeah. of the series. Yeah. That and then the nice scene. A big scene. fight in the Continental. Yeah, there's a fight that goes down in the Continental because they lose their, what is it, status? Like They're deconsecrated. Yes, they're deconsecrated. So they can't, they can't allow people not to kill on They can the kill property. on the property. Because yeah. there's a moment, because the, what happens is the adjudicator recruits this like group of Japanese sushi uh, assassin guys, and it's Which led by that guy. guy. Yeah, and that guy awesome. has some funny lines too. He does, and they weren't overdone. But uh, that group is like super deadly, and they go around and start taking out guys in the Bowery, and yeah. they're taking out guys at the Continental, and they're taking out guys at the Russian dance studio. And right, they're coming for John Wick, and the adjudicator is they're uh, you know in te- uh, teamed up. Yeah, and so those become sort of like the the bad guys for John once he comes back to New York. Right. It uh, he gets to the continental and then she uh, deconsecrates it so there can be a war. And there's this great. I mean, the production design is so Oscar worthy. It really is. Like, Once they go to the administrative room with all the glass and the yeah. glass skulls, and he has that meeting with uh, Ian McShane yep. for the first time, saying, "You know, you could just kill me now and we can get this over with, or you can stay and fight." Yeah. I know. And so they decide, and there's like this giant safe, like panic room where Ian McShane goes and waits it out with a yeah. dog, and it's surrounded. Every wall's covered in guns, right? And him and Lance Reddick go and load up, and, and then the, they go out and the. Uh, this was whatever soldiers SWAT guys are like covered in ballistic material right, right. so all of their handgun rounds aren't penetrating 
And so the John Leary has to like he'll shoot, shoot, shoot to like stun them and then like lift up their mask and shoot yeah. them in the mask. But and, like, still, it's so well choreographed. It's so quick. But then they go get the bigger guns. What happens is, yeah, because he says he's like they're wearing. I need uh, armor piercing rounds, and then Lance Reddick and he has a team of suits that like get wiped out. Yeah, and Lance Reddick survives, and so they go they reconvene in the thing. They're like we got to re up, man. We don't got enough yeah. firepower. So they get these twelve gauge shotguns with steel uh, slugs that penetrate, and it becomes a fucking like zombie walking dead shit show of yep. brains and fucking brain matter and skull matter it's just so john wick it just fuck yeah it yeah. just takes their heads off and their bodies apart piecing them apart i know it's crazy it's fucking it's awesome. definitely not for the casual action fan no they go like, over this the top. is over this is r by the way this hard is r. a hard r that's the other thing is that yeah. this movie has been greatly successful with a very hard r yeah. rating this is a game changer really well and actually like it's not it was like it, it wouldn't have been a game changer no. 20 years ago then 20 years of thing and then oh, now right, it's right, right, now right a game when, changer yeah. yeah now it's like an r movie a successful well, 150 r movie million for an r movie is huge like it's, it's huge like they just don't you know the movie's that make the most money are PG-13 they just are yeah it is I mean and then we have outliers like Deadpool and Logan right that are and but this. they're also from X-Men like yeah. John Wick is not an X-Men it's on his own yeah and it's cr- really incredible it's what awesome. he, they've done with this series <laughs> and it was because it was well executed yep the world the story the set design yep. it's all very cohesive yep it's all very uh, sophisticated yeah. it's weird it's, there's like a sophistication to the whole world and it's such a brutal world but all of the like set pieces are so fucking sharp. Or incre- well, the production design is truly Oscar worthy in it all three films. Yeah, yeah, it should be. Frankly, After three f- movies and they keep the, the same quality. The cinematography is yep. great. That like every element of these productions are just really incredible. And then they insert the fighting, and the fighting never seems to like counterbalance no. the backdrops. Like that whole really cool scene in the, the horse stable. And it becomes funny. Oh my god! And there's a great scene. So yeah, he cool. rides a horse, but there's before you get to that, he's in the stable and he's fighting in the hay with yeah. the horses. And like he'll line up a guy with some punches and then smack the ass of the horse, and the horse totally like back kicks yeah, his head off. Yeah, it's awesome. It literally like kills the guy, breaks <laughs> yeah. his neck with the horse. Kick. I know it's such a trick, it's but it's so perfect. funny, right? Yeah, and it's not like corny, corny like an actor like stick yeah. around, hope it didn't hurt no. your hoops. Well, they got the right team. I mean, first of all, like the vision of these two stunt coordinators but also they got a like he got the right team to make this work you know and they clearly had like the inroads on all like the greatest stunt guys working because those two like filipino dudes at the end yeah because they're all fans of john wick right right that's the other thing that's the other really funny part is all these guys are trying to kill him and they're so fucking fanboying yeah like wow i get to fight john we're talking about the assassins themselves who are a part of the story they like the character yeah they love john wick because he's baba yaga he's this right well and they do this other really cool thing where they show how john wick can do some sort of like league of shadows uh bouncing around like disappearing yeah. and reappearing because the japanese guy does it right and then john wick does it back to him yeah and they do like little michael myers moments yeah, where cool. you see him and then he's actually behind a mirror yeah. and then he reappears behind you and you see like john wick has like some a little yeah. extra skills we haven't seen yet oh, yeah some real like the like uh league of shadow shit like assassin in the shadows popping out and you right. never saw him come or when they're in the um grand central station and they reappear oh, yeah. and then they disappear yeah yeah and then the crowd walks by and then John disappears right. and he's like oh well played Ooh, Mr. Wick yeah. yeah that was cool because it's still it, it, it 
it's like the borderline of reality right. of what you're willing to accept in the world. And it's more just, it doesn't seem like magic. It seems just more like really well-trained ninja shit. Well, the, the, what they've done with this is just the same as what, you know, Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings, the Hobbit mm-hmm. or, you know, any of the, or Game of Thrones or any of these things where they've built worlds. I mean, and that's why it's yeah. so successful and it's going to continue. And well, it almost seems like it was a graphic novel, like a hundred bullets. It feels like it could have been. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. I, I really don't think unless I'm missing something. I don't no. think it was. I think it was just, a, well, didn't you say the guy who wrote it wanted it to be an old man? Yeah, he envisioned it for Paul Newman. Right. So and he envisioned it for Paul Newman like in his 70s. Yeah, see, that's crazy. And, and you know, having an, an old dog with an old dog, not a puppy. Uh, and like, and I get where that thought process would be, but like it does totally work. Keanu Reeves is perfect for it. He yeah, really is. Yeah, and an old assassin's probably going to be gonna 49, be for, yeah, 50 years old. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. So I yeah, yeah I, re- I would say I would recommend this highly. Heck yeah. See it in a theater. Yeah, there see it in a theater. There's a bunch of moments of people just going like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. and we saw it at like we, in the morning. We saw it in the morning, in, Sunday morning yeah. matinee, and people were like, "Woo!" Like, I yeah. wish we saw it on a Saturday night. Probably people would have been screaming. Well, there's moments that I didn't get. Like, I had some fuck yeah moments in this that I didn't even get from uh, the End Game. Yeah, like you show up to these kind of movies for fuck yeah moments. Yeah, you do. And John Wick gives you that in that first half hour. You're like, no, oh, no, I, no. Yeah, I know like, it was really like that. Like huge. that first half hour, like that like, whole, whoa. that sequence with the knives was truly one of the coolest fight sequences I've ever seen. Ever, seen. ever. ever. I've seen all of the Jackie Chans and shit, man. All the Bruce this Lee's. This was brilliant. It was so fucking clever. Yeah. It's clever. I it's love that. Smart. And the way you're saying, though, it's a snowball fight with knives. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly what it kind of so looks funny, like. Because they're just like, they're literally at point blank range. Range, throwing these knives yeah. you know it's so <laughs> funny and like in the arm in the chest yeah. in the back and they're still up one guy gets it right at the top of his skull and then he hammers it yeah, into his I know. head I mean, it's brutal i know it's awesome but, but yeah, it's cool. I'd say definitely check that one out. That's probably been my f- f- uh, favorite theater experience of the year so far. Yeah. Easy. And Easily. we were big early adapters of John Wick. We saw it before anyone talked about it. We saw the first one because it sounded cool. We saw the first one and we gave it like a 10 out of 10 of our ratings. I think I like this third one better than the second. I don't know, though. The first one's the best. Yeah, the first one's the best. Without a doubt. But there's there are elements in all of them that are just... The trilogy is a, a whole, I gotta say, is one of the greatest. Now you can say it. See? Yeah. Finishing. Dismount. Yeah. But this trilogy... Although it's clearly not finished. It's not over, but yeah. if you just look at it as a trilogy, I feel like a trilogy's a trilogy, and then like you make a fourth movie, you're starting a new trilogy. Yeah, I feel although like they left it really open. No, that's what I mean. I mean, if they yeah. do make a fourth film, they're starting a new trilogy, right. as opposed to now making a fourquel. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, all right. Well, that that does it for us here on the Herald Modcast. As always, you can go to our bit website, thehmcnetwork.com, to hear more of our rantings about how much we hated seasons seven and eight of Game of Thrones yeah. in We Talk Thrones podcast yeah. and other movies and cool stuff that we'll be talking about. Yeah, I'm releasing an app of my farts. <laughs> It's a bunch of pre-recorded farts <laughs> on an app. And, you're, and that's your response to Game of Thrones. And yeah, you can buy it. It's 99 cents. All proceeds go to me. Go to making that new making series that new Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. I'm, gonna, I'm doing what I can. So my <laughs> 99 first, cents, you got a lot of ways to go to hit that 75 It's a lot of farts. I'm selling my farts <laughs> on an app. All right, everyone. For Game of See Thrones. See you later. Thanks, jerks. Thanks, jerks.